God, we're so thankful for the opportunity you give us to study your word, to know your word, <clears throat> to be encouraged and strengthened and uh, built up by your word. God, we're thankful for um, the truths that tells us that challenge our thinking, challenge our emotions, challenge our circumstances, and bring us to a place of trusting you. So God, as we look at this passage this morning, I, I pray that for us, that <clears throat> we would grow in our desire to seek your kingdom, to trust you and not to be anxious. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> so as you guys know, we're working through uh, the Lord's Prayer slowly, one phrase at a time here. And, um, and today we've gotten to the section of the prayer that says, Give us this day our daily bread. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And so we're talking through this with the context of what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus, a disciple of his. As, as he teaches us how to pray, it's a picture of how we are to follow after the Father's heart just as Jesus did and these are the things he calls us to be praying for. We're going to follow Jesus' lead in seeking the Father's heart. We're going to follow after him. Then one thing we need to pray is, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. It's really a prayer of uh, trust. It's a prayer that says unto the Lord that we do trust him for what is to come. There's some debate about what it means in, in daily bread, and we talked about this some on Thursday, whether daily bread means the day's bread, the bread for today, or tomorrow's bread, actually, is one possible interpretation of it, that there's some future aspect of it. Um, but really, either way you slice it, um, it's sort of a nuance really should be encouraging us and challenging us to trust God for the provision that we may not exactly see. And to trust God that he will provide exactly what is needed on a regular basis. And so on Thursday, we jumped into a little further down in Matthew 6, verses 25 to 34 to expand on this a little bit because I think the Lord does expand on this idea there as he challenges us not to be anxious, which is, again, the, the prayer of give us this day our daily bread is really trusting the Lord that he is our provider. The things we're typically anxious about are the things that we lack. The things that are in the future that we think we will lack are the things that we become anxious about. And so when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, it's really trusting the Lord that he will provide for us for all of our needs. And so there is no need to be anxious because God is our daily provider, both in, in food and in spiritual nourishment, he provides. 
If we're to know the Father's heart, we are to trust that He is our daily provider. Before Jesus jumps into this prayer, actually, one of the things He says about praying to the Father is this, that we shouldn't be like the Gentiles who heap up words just to be heard, but rather knowing that, verse 8, our Father knows what we need before we even ask Him. He's a provider that knows exactly what we need and provides our daily bread. We can trust Him. And so that's why when we get to chapter 6, verse 25 and following, he starts out by saying, Therefore I tell you, don't be anxious. Do not be anxious. I know, I know that there are many in here, myself included, that hear words like that and say, What? I'm anxious all the time. <laughs> You're seriously telling me, just don't, don't be, just stop it. Stop, everybody just stop being anxious about everything. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious. He says, don't be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of his life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God clothes the grass of the field, which is today alive and tomorrow thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Don't be anxious. Your Father knows what you need. A few statements in here that uh, I think are important to unpack says, life is more than food. Life is about more than food. Don't be anxious because life is about more than food. Their body is about more than clothing. The body is about more than clothing. Well, we shouldn't read when we um, hear this passage about not being anxious about food or clothing. Um, It's not that we shouldn't care about those things, not that we shouldn't take care of those things. 
One of the commentators that I read this week said this about it, to forbid anxiety does not rule out a responsible concern and provision for one's own and others' material needs, nor does Jesus forbid us to work for those needs. When he's saying, don't be anxious, he's not saying, don't just stop trying. Don't rid yourself of these things. He's not saying, get rid of your clothes and never take on any food. He's saying, real life is about more than those things, so why are those things bringing you anxiety? Don't be anxious about those things. What is most important is more important than being anxious about those things. Even with regard to our health, He says, which of you, by worry, can add to your lifespan? Not that your health isn't important. It is important. Not that you shouldn't go to the doctor or go to uh, get help when you need some ailment addressed. Just that the worrying about it does nothing to add to your life. So he says, not that you aren't to address issues... But do not worry or spend time being anxious about those things because by doing so, you add nothing to your life. In fact, you might draw away from it. I think we all know that uh, we probably all at some time have been anxious about these very things, about food, about clothing, and about health in some manner, whether that be for uh, providing for our families or providing for ourselves or, or what's going on in our bodies. We've probably all sat in a place of anxiety about those things. And God is saying, do not spend time being anxious when these things come into your life. Your Father knows what you need before you ask for it. And he, he knows that you need health, and he knows that you need food, and he knows that you need clothing. He knows these things about you. And so don't worry, is the command. Instead, ask the Lord, Lord, give me today what I need today. Give me today what I need today. What God is asking us to do when we're seeking Him and trusting Him for these things, for these very physical and real needs that we face in some manner and that even many people around the world face in greater manner than us, isn't to have no concern, but is to not sit in a place of anxiety over these concerns. Instead, he gives us a command a bit further. He says, do not be anxious about your food, about your clothing, about your health. Don't be anxious. Rather, instead of being anxious, verse 33, chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, And all these things 
will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious about itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I think Jesus, as well as Paul, when he talks about this, he says, do not be anxious, but by prayer and supplication present your request to God, and the peace of God will transcend, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. When they're saying, do not be anxious, it is a recognition that we struggle with being anxious. It is not a condemnation of anxiety. It's a recognition that it exists for us all. And so the challenge that God gives us is that when, not if, but when these anxieties come into our lives, whether it be about food or about clothing, about health, or about whatever physical need we are concerned with, he says, do not sit in a place of anxiety. Rather, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is a very challenging spot because typically when you come up against something that you're anxious about, your mind starts like just naturally moving to solutions. <laughs> like naturally grasping for, seeking for, looking for, planning for solutions to resolve the problem and, and clear us of some anxiety. And so it's so easy in our flesh to just like start carving out the solutions and trying to find the answer to address our anxiety. And in this prayer, Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. Because I know what you need before you ask. And I have it for you. Instead of trying to find a way to clear these anxieties by ourselves and in our own strength, rather seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to. Seek first his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. I don't know if any of you have been there in that space where you almost like, know as you're working out potential solutions you might be talking about it in your home with your spouse or you know, with a friend or whatever it is and you know like as you're working through all the possibilities that really the thing that we ought to be doing is like praying <laughs> yet we just let our minds go rattle 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 down the path of what is what is this going to look like and what if we did this and what if we did this and what if we did this and God's just saying, yeah, like one of those things might work out. Like it might even be one of those solutions that is the track that you ought to go down. But seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you.
I know I've been there for certain, and so I preach this to myself that I wouldn't get jammed up uh, in trying to find my own solutions, but rather I'd sit in this place of seeking first the kingdom of God and let God the Father, who knows my needs before I ask, provide for my needs today. Our anxiety about food and clothing, about what we're going to do tomorrow or how our health will pan out, does not add anything to our life. It only takes away. And so God's challenge to us is actually better than the world's challenge. You know, you've actually probably heard that phrase before, right? As a, as a human piece of wisdom, that worry doesn't add anything to your life, but it takes away. That's all it does. God doesn't leave us there, praise the Lord. He doesn't leave us at the place of, okay, all you need to do is just stop being anxious. Just stop it because it's not adding anything to your life. He gives us something greater. Don't just stop it. Stop it and seek me. Stop it and seek the kingdom. And these things will be added to you. So the question then, if we uh, see that we're to trust God for our daily bread, and if we see that we're to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, what does that look like? What does it look like to seek first the kingdom of God? What does it look like to seek first his righteousness? It's everything that's around us. We've talked about it uh, quite a lot, I think. But following the Lord and being his disciple is not an individualistic journey. It's not a spiritual pilgrimage that you go on as one person. It's a relational thing. We're discipling one another. We're his disciples following after him together. And, and so it's... This provision of seeking the kingdom of God is found when we are with each other, with those that he's placed around us. It's a relational solution. Seeking the kingdom of God is knowing and um, resting in what God has provided around you. So a few ways. Your family. For many of you, your family has been a a provision of the Lord. And so lean in on one another. God has brought you together as a family for a purpose, whether children or spouses or, or brothers or sisters or what have you. God has provided for you in that means. first provision in seeking the kingdom that he's given us is to seek um, to provide for one another. Not just in food, not just in clothing, not just in health, but caring for each other. 
husband knowing the needs of your wife, wife knowing the needs of your husband, parents knowing the needs of your children. Seeking first the kingdom of God is, is not about worrying about the material piece of it, but rather knowing each other, knowing how we're feeling and knowing how we can um, encourage and strengthen each other. Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness is not only about our families, but it's also about our church. God has made us each different, with different gifts and different abilities and, and different strengths. And, and so he hasn't called us, again, to, to just go it alone. He's called us to lean in on each other, to encourage each other, to pray for each other, to provide for each other. He's also provided for this in himself. Seeking first the kingdom of God is knowing him. Knowing his character. Knowing his love for you. Knowing his uh, faithfulness to you. When we get our eyes off of um, the anxiety that we're feeling and onto the position that God has placed us in, we see these things around us. We see the family around us that God has provided for us to be a blessing to. We see the church around us that God has provided for us to be a blessing to and for it to be a blessing to us. We see uh, God's character through the scriptures as we seek him, that he is faithful and good and knows our needs and can provide for us. God says, if we are a people that is about seeking the kingdom of God first and seeking his righteousness first, then these anxieties will pass away. Like literally and emotionally and spiritually, these things will fade. As we see where God has placed us and as we seek his kingdom first rather than being anxious, All these things will be added to you. They will not be a worry. God provides for us exactly what we need every single day. And the more time we waste on just being anxious about what we need, the less time we are used to be a blessing that God has made us to be to one another. The more time I, I keep stewing about what the solution might be, and the less time I have to be in the presence of a God who knows my needs before I ask. Seeking the kingdom of God first is infinitely more powerful and more effective 
than all the time of anxiety that I could spend trying to just resolve the solution myself. This is God's promise to us, and it's hard to grasp entirely, but if we seek His kingdom and seek His righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. He'll give us exactly what we need. The health that we need for today, the food that we need for today, the clothing that we need for today, He'll provide exactly what we need if we seek first His kingdom. And as difficult as it is to say, I think that applies to every human in the world in every circumstance in the world. We talked about on Thursday some, what does this mean for world hunger? People that are chronically hungry. It's hard to say this, but I think it's true for them too. What does that mean for someone who's uh, chronically depressed? I think this is for them too. What does this mean for someone who's homeless on the streets in America? I think this applies. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Stop having a concern about it? No. Being anxious about it? Yeah, stop that. Seek first the kingdom. God doesn't call us to inaction when he says, just stop being anxious. He calls us to an active trust in him. One that moves into actions, actually. First, an action in prayer, but second, an action in in doing. I mean, the birds that he provides for here, 26, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Do they just sit there and God just drops the seeds into their mouths as they they open? No. They go, they gather, they pick. He's not calling us to inaction. He's calling us to an active faith and trust in what he has provided for us out there. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that what he has provided for us out there is right here. It's in what he has given you to do today. It's in the family that he's surrounded you with. It's in the church that he's surrounded you with. It's in himself and what he's done for you. Seek first the kingdom of God and all that you need will be added to you. As I was thinking through this passage this week, the 
thing that kept coming into mind, which is the world's wisdom, and is a nice song, um, is the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy, right? <laughs> so I kept thinking about that song as I was listening, as I was thinking about this. And it just reminded me how empty <laughs> of a solution that is. Don't worry, just be happy. Is that what we've got to offer as a world? Yeah, that's kind of what we've got to offer as a world. That's kind of what humanity offers. Just don't worry, be happy. Whatever it takes to do that, just do that. Right? God challenges in the same way, don't worry. But he didn't say, say be happy. He says, don't worry and seek me. Seek how I provide for my world. And how does he provide for his world? By sending his son to die for us. gives everything he's got for us. Seek him. Probably what little we have could be poured out in great abundance to those around us. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and let the Lord add to you exactly what you need today. Don't be worried. Don't worry. Seek the kingdom. Let's pray. God, we're so thankful for your constant provision for us. We're so thankful that you know what we need before we even ask it. We're so thankful that daily you provide exactly what we need and it's um, right on time. Every time. So God, we pray that God, we confess, really, we confess that um, we've been anxious too often. Too often we've spent too much time just worrying about how you're going to work it out instead of knowing that you're going to work it out. So God, I pray for us that um, we would stop worrying. They would not be anxious. But they would walk in a continual trust in your daily bread. They would seek your kingdom first. They'd seek your righteousness first. And allow you to provide exactly what is needed each and every day. Thank you so much for this. In Jesus' name, amen.